Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Work to Wealth podcast. And today we are so excited to have with us Miss Lisa Noble. Um, we're gonna let I'm gonna let Lisa introduce herself, but she is a brand strategist and she works with entre- entrepreneurs and um, in getting themselves together. Today we are going to be speaking um, around the entrepreneurs having confidence. Um, being authentic and unique with their personal branding. So Lisa, Lisa, thank you, first of all, um, Mm -hmm. for showing up and being a guest on the podcast today. So can you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Thank you, LaShonda. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I'm excited to be here. So yeah, so I am Lisa Noble. I am a brand strategist and web designer. I am the owner of Vivid Visual Solutions, which is a branding agency that helps entrepreneurs that are overwhelmed and may have hit a plateau in their brand or their marketing. Um, We help them find their uniqueness and um, their position, their brand position, so that they can make themselves the expert and accelerate their revenue without spending all their time working in their business. You know, they can go on vacations and do things that are more fun than just working in their business. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, And during this time, you just hit on something because there's a lot of overwhelm for a number of different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Um, um, With us and with those who are in business for themselves. So talk a little bit more about that. especially with the confidence piece and how um, not to be overwhelmed or, you know, you can be overwhelmed, but obviously how to come out of that. Right. A lot of uh, the overwhelmness is that you're trying to, um, you're trying to have all the hats on, right? Mm-hmm. We've all done it. We're, we're the strategist, we're the marketing person, we're the operations person, we're the email person, we're the social media person. We're doing all these things. And a lot of times we need to take some of the, the weight off, off of us and actually bring people in-house mm-hmm. um, and, and create our brands from, you know, from the inside out. A lot of times... And confidence comes uh, from having your all your pieces in place. You may not already have your team together, but we all should strive to get a team. Yeah. I know that my team helps me. And even when I was sick, came in and did some did work for me while I was not able. So I'm always telling people that they need to hire a team. Mm-hmm. But as far as being conf- having confidence in your brand, um, that comes from taking action, Um, actually doing, sending out the emails with your email signature and it already has your name and your um, and your phone number and, you know, your business email, all that is already set up. Once we have these things kind of set up to show our brand in a professional manner, that gives us a little more confidence to push that button to send that email. Right. So, so let's step back um, okay. because um, obviously that's easier said than done, you know, True. for most. Um, so and let's tell us a little bit, um, well, take us back to how did you, you know, become more confident? How did you get there? Like, so how many years have you been in business or as an entrepreneur? 
Uh, I've been in business over 15 years. Okay. Um, I started off uh, as just, well, I was to say just a web designer working for corporate companies. And what I found was that I could do it for smaller businesses mm-hmm. and I could create the websites for them for their businesses. But what I didn't realize, um, what I didn't learn in school was that you need to have this brand strategy piece that where you research your audience, you get to know your audience and find out what you need to do in order to keep them interested or make them interested in spending money with you. I learned that over time. And then I said- That's the thing we hear so much about our ideal client. (laughs) Yes, our ideal client. Avatar, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it comes from market research, either talking to your audience or going out and finding groups uh, that are- that are your audience and, you know, finding out the information that you need in order to keep them interested. Um, Once you have that information, you can be more confident in putting your message out there because you know that you have the solution because you know what the problem is that, um, that they're trying to fix. So then you can make your messaging more confidently speak to them saying, hey, I am the solution. You need to come to me. If you don't come to me, you it don't make sense because right, I got right, the solution. Right. And that's- so then now that you had done that though, so, mm-hmm. um, well, coming out the gate, yes. you were working as a- Website designer. Website designer. Mm-hmm. And then you saw the need or the gap, yes, where you could serve the smaller business owner because you were doing that at the corporate level. Yes. So you see the need, okay, well- I can do this or I can serve or solve the problem Mm -hmm. or the solution for small business owners and them having to keep things or whatever that they need for their website, the key pieces or whatever. Yes. Which made me look better because then they started actually getting people coming to their websites Mm -hmm. after we did the work that we Mm -hmm. do. And I asked, I asked the questions that needed to be asked. So it made me look good. (laughs) Right. Okay. So then moving <laughs> forward now, going back to the part where you were speaking of, okay, how do you um, build up confidence, you know, maintain that or whatever, and to continue sh- to be able to continue showing up. And that's yeah. what you were saying, okay, you need to have these key things in there with your email signature, you know, which in the signature, then you mentioned with the website, I guess, and the phone number or whatever. So now you can go back to that part now, because then most will say, okay, now what? How do I get there? How do I, how I get do this? Do that or whatever? Right. You know, um, and how did you do it? Because like I said, it's easier said than done. You mm-hmm. know. Um, and for most, like you were talking about, you had different classes. Mm-hmm. You designed websites, so you already knew what the key pieces and parts were that go to a website. Because some don't even have websites, or wouldn't even have websites. Right. Man, some that are listening who um, don't even see a need for a website yet. So what are some of the other key things that you can have along with that, even before we get to adding the different um, people or resources or whatever on our team, the team that you talked about right? in order to show up? Um, so I initially, I did not know. Like I said, it was a learning curve for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once I found out um, you know, all the key pieces, then of course, that's why I wanted to educate my audience more, more so about the things that these corporate companies were already learning and they were bringing in people, brand strategists. So I learned on the job 
um, finding out, okay, so this is what I need to actually educate my right. audience with. Right. Um, but the, the things that I tell people that they need first and foremost, okay, everybody knows the logo, right? We all know about that. But then when we're creating our websites, we also need to think about the colors that we're using. Are they pleasing to our avatar? Once we know our person, our key person, once we know, is she female? Uh, How old is she? You know, uh, what ethnicity is she? Because Mm -hmm. uh, some colors have different meanings to to other people. they they call they trigger memories or things like that like the color red it can be passionate it could be the the color of the stop sign which means stop (laughs) you know uh red can mean blood to some people it can trigger so many emotions Mm, that's good okay so we need to also educate ourselves on the colors that we're using so that's where the colors come in because most even like i did you choose Mm -hmm. the colors that you like or that appeals to you so yeah. that's what I did. You know, now they may happen to be ones that, you know, that are, uh, be key ones for right. my clients or my target, uh, my ideal clients or whatever. But that's not what I was thinking whenever I was looking at colors. I was, right. I was drawn to it. Right. But you're not the only one. But I mean, I, that's fine when you're starting out. Mm-hmm. But as you become more um, established, and maybe you go to really uh, like go through go through a brand strategy strategy session. Then you'll find out, OK, these, this is who my person is. I know that she's 45. She's African-American. Um, you know, these are her goals. These are her struggles, these type of things. Then the brand strategist can take that information from you. And then we can create this person. We can actually put a picture to her. We can give her a name, all those type of things. And then we can educate ourselves on who she is. Right. And look at the colors that you already have. Look at your logo. Is it resonating? And it may be time for a refresh or your colors may be working just fine. But once you go through these type of sessions, that's how you find out because we'll do the market research. Right. Now. So that was key too when you just said about the refresh. So um, when do we know that it's time for a reset, refresh or when is there a good time to do a refresh? And I know when you were speaking, like even with the colors, mm-hmm. um, the colors and you were talking about the, um, I guess the clients. Persona. Yeah, Okay the colors and the clients that they attract or that you are attracting and that's your target client mm-hmm. through the colors or whatever. So let's, let's just say like for me, okay, so I chose, you know, whatever colors before because mm-hmm. I was just thinking about me and what I liked or whatever. Never, <laughs> you know, never mm-hmm. locked that in. Right. To the target clients um, or my ideal client. So now with the refresh, not only with the refresh, but now with those who I have attracted along the way, Mm-hmm. Like, okay, just thinking about now, okay, what colors do they like or what are their colors or whatever? Is that something that I would ask my, you know, um, my clients or whatever? Because obviously with me, with numbers, we're not talking about colors, but when I'm <laughs> saying, well, right, you know, well, what drew you to me or just, just getting to know them, I guess, because it was not even what drew them to me because if it wasn't my colors, right, it was something else, but now I want to know 
what mm-hmm. are your colors or whatever. So how do you approach that or whatever? And doing your refresh, how do you find out? So this is a great thing because you have clients that you now can yeah. use as your focus group. Correct. Right. So if we wanted to, we could ask them some questions and get feedback from them. And then that would educate us on these are the people that like you. This mm-hmm. is information that we can take and um, go uh, go forth and create uh, this our avatar. We can uh-huh. use that Correct. information Correct. Correct. because Correct. you have people who who love you. And they'll give you the real deal when we ask them the question. Some people don't have that information and we're starting from scratch and therefore we'll have to go out and um, really do the research. market research, right? Yes. Research. So, so what's some key things? Just, I mean, we can't do it all in call, but what's key items? Maybe like the top three things you're doing when they're going out to do the market research. Asking the questions, um, actually uh, creating messaging and putting it in front of like say your focus group we would if you didn't have one we would create a focus group and show them the new website show them the new website colors and um get feedback from it it's all about feedback so you can't be afraid to fail that's part of confidence right you you need to be able to put it out there and just um throw it out like, what do they say? Throw it against the wall. See if it sticks. See if it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> and we we'll say you can't, then we we'll say you shouldn't, I guess, be afraid to fail. You shouldn't be, you know, which most, we go, we all go through that, you know, yes. there's fear and failure involved or whatever. And then we don't want to do it again or whatever. But yeah, you shouldn't be afraid to fail, you know, because it's that's part, a part of business. Of right. Mm-hmm. It's part of business. And a lot of times they say women are much more afraid to fail than men. Um, our male counterparts, you know, they're, they go out there and they just throw it, throw it to the wolves, see how it goes, see if it comes back. And don't have a problem, but a lot of times because of who we are, right? We, we are, we're afraid to do that. We're afraid to launch. We have to launch. If it doesn't go well, then we need to learn how to pivot and change it up, take the feedback and adjust what we what we've done. So yeah, um, so we would take that new logo, we would take those icons, we would take those backgrounds, we would take that mission statement and ask people, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, how does this color make you feel? Or we would also look at your industry already, because that can be a guide as well. Like you look at banks, uh, I think bank colors, it's a lot of blue. Right. When you think of restaurants, it's a lot of red. Red supposedly, red and yellow make you hungry. My kitchen right now is red <laughs> because you know when I want people to come in there, I want them to be hungry. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So along the way, yeah, you can look at um, other websites or other companies or com- websites of other companies. Yes. Who are in your industry? Yep. Um, and see what they're using. Hopefully they didn't, you know, that they did have a brand strategist and they yes. did colors like I did, you know, in the beginning. And they probably and well they already did. spent a large amount of money a lot of times. So you don't have to spend it. So that could be a guide. Yeah. So it could be a real guide as well as you can look at their mark, the, their social media channels, see what they're talking about. See if there's a gap uh, that you can feel. Or that need or the solution that they could feel. 
Yeah. So then that'll lead into the part about your their uniqueness and um, mm-hmm. their personal branding. So let's, now, so let's talk um, a little bit about that. You know, so now today's research and they found that out and um, maybe in doing the research, I guess they've seen where, mm-hmm. you know, they can, um, some, they, they can provide another solution or the solution or the problem, you know, right. in the process or whatever, they can fill the gap. So now how is it now that they're going to get to the part of their personal branding and their uniqueness? Because everybody, obviously, multiple people in the same industry, multiple yes. people, everybody's using those colors, you know, doing <laughs> yeah. all the things, you know. So other than their logo and all of that setting them apart, what's some other things now as we're continuing to build this confidence thing up or confidence up using unique well, personal branding? Well. Your, your personality, who you are as a business person or just a person in general, sets you apart from your competition. The authenticity, don't try to come in and, and be fake and because it, it, it comes out off disingenuous. So being like somebody else or doing what they were doing, right. Right, mm-hmm. you know, or like you see people on their social media and they come on live and they're like, hey girl, you know, and it's, it's not something that comes out of your mouth normally and right. sometimes people can can see that they can feel that um when when it comes off wrong you know i was asking a couple of people that are really doing well on tiktok you know tiktok is a a, a, a social media platform um if you don't know it has short form video now there are also reels on instagram so video is getting to be a very big thing because people want to see you and interact with who you are as a business person, as a genuine person. And I was asking them like, what do you think really, you know, took you over the, over the edge and made you really stand out to the point where you have like hundreds of thousands of people who are interested in what you have to say. I mean, they, they're getting like uh, tens of thousands of likes on their posts and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And they said, I was just being myself. I, you know, I, I came on, it was during the pandemic and I just started, um, you know, talking on there about whatever I was talking about and people just liked it. It was just that easy. It wasn't that they, they saw somebody else doing it. Yeah. There were trends and stuff that you do, but a lot of times the ones that they can relate, I mean, that was probably meeting them where they were, Yeah, you know, at the time and not, you know, them seeing you, you know, on this end or whatever, even though you could be further in business, but still you are talking about some things that are happening now or that's going on. Right. It can relate to meeting where they are. Right. Exactly. Or it could just be the way you talk about things is just fun to listen to just the way you coin a phrase or whatever. It makes people really resonate. They, right. they want to watch you all so the things time. you might have in common yeah because you could be yeah. quirky and they are quirky you know what i'm saying yeah. you know when, yeah so things where they feel that, that at least they can feel like oh okay this is somebody that's relatable that you know they will so, get me they get me i get them mm-hmm. exactly so i'm i'm telling more of my clients you and I, even myself and i'm trying to be less anxious i am not a video person just per se, but I know it's going to help me and help my business, help me to connect with people. So I'm trying to do more live video or like some of these videos where I'm talking directly to the camera um, and getting out my own way. 
we have to be more confident with it. I say we, me, myself. I was too. getting ready to say so, yeah, because this this one is for me here. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I speak for the people, but I'm speaking for me right now. Yes. So yes. you were talking about uh, video because that's that's me. I right. mean, you know, I'm more comfortable in settings like this, but then going live and doing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's not me. I would do it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a whole, you know, it's shenanigans just trying to get that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I would do it. So right. you're saying just be you and do you. Just and again, you. going back, not not per se that is necessarily about the confidence thing because we know that we're confident. Right. Okay. And then we know that we're confident depending on what we are doing. Mm-hmm. But now when you come, like, for instance, now to Facebook lives and right. doing all of that, then what's ways that you can become more comfortable with doing it or um, and not ways in coming, becoming comfortable in doing it. I know with me and sharing the information or content or whatever, obviously, if I was excited about what I was sharing mm-hmm. and um either excited about or I felt that oh no this could definitely help somebody because I see some things the folks are doing that's exactly uh, that's not cool you know no this is what we need to do so it's like okay if you think around that Mm -hmm. and then now your your point of reference I guess in your mindset you know, having that whole mindset shift is exactly. different than getting up there because it's not, then you, you're taking it really off of yourself because really it's not about us. Exactly. So you're taking it off of yourself that you're like, no, I need to, you know, share this with the people. So this right. is what they need to know because they're not doing this right and they're not doing that or whatever. I mean, I can do that around tax season. Not a problem. <laughs> Pop of mind. It's right there it's, in my face. You know what I'm saying? It's being prepared. For off it's, season. It's, it's being like prepared. Now. It's about being prepared. You still should be educating your audience about things to get ready for taxes, right? And you and I, we're uh, the the way that we know each other is that we are in the group with Akila, um, which is our SEO workshop. Yes, our Mm -hmm. our traffic queen. Yeah. What does she tell us all? Always. (laughs) showing up. No, you got to show up. (laughs) And how how. I have found and what I'm telling my clients is to, is to actually prepare those topics that we are researching again, research and everybody hates research, but yes, if you yes. Are, are established enough, then maybe find somebody who can do the research for you, but you still need to to show yourself personally if you have like a smaller business i feel like it can't be somebody else going on for you because right. people if you're going to work one-on-one with somebody then they need to to kind of get a, a yeah. vibe I from agree you with that. yes yes you want to yeah. be you so we need to be prepared that's one thing just like when we were in school what did they tell you when you were in media class always yeah don't get ready but be ready yeah. yes be ready and our confidence comes from doing so we need to do more action we need to do more online things talking directly to camera if you can't do it live then um, do your short term your short form videos where you can shut it off if you start feeling anxious um, another oh, I do that or the 30 minute ones, obviously, <laughs> ones that have me or when they say, because when it says there's a limit anyway, they yeah. have me. I'm like, yeah, because I really don't want to talk that much. <laughs> Anyhow, right. so that works for pre- 30 seconds pre- or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, pre- you prepare your subjects matter. And what I find that is helpful is to have something in your hand. Then it gives you 
something to do with your hand, something more to focus on than to just be free flowing. It's just like when you take a picture, people are always, always like, I don't know where to put my hands. <laughs> right. Are they doing something. this, doing that or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which have, that's why most just keep them here or their classroom or whatever. Yeah. Right. Have something in your hands so you can kind of just, but still do it. Let's just do it. We'll feel more, we'll feel more confident if we do it more often. Right, right, right. And I found that that does help. Yeah. When I, I mean, obviously like all the things that you just said, when I have the talking points, mm-hmm. you know, um, or whenever it's a topic that yeah. might be a hot topic for me and I'm passionate about it, it's not okay. a problem. You know, all the other stuff will go out the window. Even if I think about it, it's not, a, I mean, it's not um, when I have all these other things done and I'm prepped and ready mm-hmm. and I don't um, get into like a, um, where I'm paralyzed or whatever, you know, I'm getting into a state, you know, where I'm procrastinating as much because (laughs) I already have what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say. So that's enough to get me over the hurdle. Right. Once I get in and get started, it's not a problem. It's just before I get in and getting started. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I found too, um, scheduling things, putting it on your schedule. So you already know it's coming up so you can get prepared and you just coming on if, if you've already kind of even done it in the mirror you may feel silly doing it in the mirror but doing it in your in your mirror makes you feel a little more confident because you've kind of rehearsed it and then when you get on you just you're, you're just your genuine authentic mm-hmm. self and that's what people want to see I mean it's shown over and over again TikTok reels it's because they're starting to see the more personal person they can see who you are they can see how you speak they can see your mannerisms hey she speaks like me she doesn't she's not trying to talk over my head right 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 right. she's talking to talking to me about something I need to know but she's talking it talking about it on my level Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you know don't try to go in like oh I am you know I have this PhD in the MIF and the (laughs) <laughs> and all that and it's like but who cares and how's that helping me like right, right. Now, but, it's like uh, hey i'm lisa i'm your brand strategist let me tell you what's up because you know this could help you and this could help you grow your business just talk to them on that level and it seems to resonate a whole lot more right right so um what was the biggest hurdle for you as an entrepreneur in business um reigning in all my passions <laughs> mm. because I um I little know well you may know or I don't know I also am a um makeup artist I love makeup and at, and I even have a business I have the vivid glam which is a secondary business that still works well with vivid visual when people are doing like their brand photos which is very important. I forgot to say that brand photos, brand style photos, lifestyle Mm -hmm. photos, or just your headshots. Make sure you get professional ones done. Don't pull out the phone. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I was doing the um, makeup artistry as well as doing my um, branding and marketing agency. And what I found was that my focus was split. So right. that, that made it hard for me. And when I made the decision to focus only on uh, the branding and marketing side of it, it kind of helped me to really focus and slowed me down a lot. And 
I think a lot of people have that. They're like, I just love doing so many things. Yes, it's great. But one can only take focus and precedence at one time. Right. As far as executing and being able to do it effectively. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And your marketing dollars and your marketing efforts. Because... I don't have all, money. all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, even though I do, my, I do my own marketing. I have people working for me and, uh, you know, and uh, there are certain ones that are really pushing the agency stuff as well as helping my clients. So I still have, have a certain amount of money that I have to pay towards, you know, my marketing efforts um, and doing my marketing research. I'm, I'm one person. I still have to be involved in that even though I have someone doing that, but, um, you know, I, that was really hard for me to say, okay, Lisa, you're multi, you know, talented and passionate, but let's, let's focus on this one because this one, I know I can impact even more women as well as still, uh, you know, style them and, um, style their image or have someone else do it, but I can still impact them mm-hmm, in some kind of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so being at this um, podcast. Yes. Is um, we talk about worth to wealth, you yes. know, um, monetizing their skill sets, obviously you creating your own economy, doing all the things, all of that, right? Just women, just empowering women to yes. take control of their um, financial Love that um, vision and their finances, basically. Yeah. What was it for you that, um, or what is it for you that encourages you to stay on the path of entrepreneurship? And I know you mentioned that even coming out that you saw a pro, um, you saw a gap mm-hmm. there to serve the business owners, but it has to be more than you just seeing a gap. Like mm-hmm. we talk about, um, or I'm sure you've heard over time, we always talk about what's the why. And so why did you become an entrepreneur? Well, I became the main thing driving you. Mm -hmm. The the main thing driving me was I wanted I wanted the freedom to be able to create a business where I could help, um, you know, women of color really to expand and scale their businesses because because I saw the gap. I didn't see that people knew about having brand strategy um, you know, creating brand awareness. They weren't talking about that in my space. Back then, yeah, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. then. It's talked mm-hmm. about more so now. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I really was seeing it more in the corporate space. Um, and now, of course, there's the whole boom of the great resignation. But at mm-hmm. the time, people were still working more corporate jobs. And I was ready to help more of us get get into entrepreneurship and be able to thrive. My my father always told me, you know, when I was begging for those jeans and everything, he was like, you know, you really need to only purchase um, and wear jeans that have your logo on it instead of trying to instead of trying to buy everybody else's when I was begging for the Yes. When I was begging for the used and the damaged jeans, he put, he instilled that in me that you need to be wearing your own products and helping your own people create, you know, create these brands that can really thrive and make money. So that was kind of, I guess, something that he instilled in me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. And so for you to now um, having to pivot and do all the things like uh, with, with us um, going through, coming through, COVID, 
for most yes. who's still in it somewhat. Yes. Um, but was there a point that you had to pivot during that time or, or how did you stay encouraged during that time or what was new and different for you? What was new and different for me, actually, during the time of COVID, I was also battling cancer. I am a breast cancer survivor. Um, so that glory really to that glory to that. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. He brought me through, I mm-hmm. must say. And I, I was blessed to not have gotten COVID because that just would have added on to what I, what I was going through. Right. But I think what happened for me was I got even more focused. Um, my business was kind of like my lifeline talking to you guys in the SEO work group, um, you know, talking to in other groups. And it just really kept me going through uh, the pandemic because we were, we were at home and my business really became my focus. And I started to have like my best year because because people were starting to think more. So I need to with the virtual thing and at home. Yes. The virtual thing. More people were calling like, Hey, I don't want to go back to that job. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> or that job. That was an go. opportunity. It was opportunity there at that time. Yeah. It was an opportunity for me um, as well as a lifeline. Great. And for you, fortunately, you were already in that space. You know, you had mm-hmm. already, you know, made the leap or the jump, which was great as yeah. far as being in business for yourself. So then I'm sure too, that was like um, a breath, you know, a fresh air or whatever, even with that, because there were a lot that, um, just beyond being furloughed or being out or whatever, there were those who lost jobs or then like you just said, they had to figure out, man, what am I going to do? Or they had to pivot in yes. a different way as far as getting out there. Yeah. So that was great. Um, so, I mean, we've had um, a, a, a nice conversation. We, I think <laughs> we've covered like a whole lot of things. Yes. Um, so I think now we can um, probably wrap it up, but what do you want to leave other than giving your contact information? You can give that where they can find you and all of that. But um, what is it? Well, one question I always ask, which I touched on it um, briefly when I was speaking of worth to wealth, but what does worth to wealth uh, mean to you? When you to think me, about, mm-hmm, when you hear when that. I think, when I think about that, I think about just like we were talking about uh, really bringing out your your personality uh, in your business. So even if if you weren't making a whole lot of money, it's you, it's who right. you are and it becomes a part of you. These businesses are our babies. So to me, just pushing forward and making it grow, it just makes you feel so awesome. And then if you can create the wealth with it, that's an amazing feeling. Yes, 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 that's great, that's great. So um, we're going to close it out. Tell them where they can find you. Well, I wanted Um, to say, mm -hmm. um, when you create your personal brand, um, being authentic and and doing all this, being unique, going through the work, it helps to create a deeper connection with your brand. You know, you it 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 helps to create increase your value so that when people are viewing viewing it and seeing your things on social media, they'll understand why you're charging what you're charging. If you have all your pieces together to make you stand out against your competition, because a lot of times people have 
this piece or that piece. They'll have, they may have a website, but they don't have their social media together. They don't have, you know, they may have a logo, but um, they don't have a website. So if you have all your pieces together, your, your email signature, and when you send out um, your marketing materials to people, whether it's a book, a report, um, or whatever you're sending out, and then they can go to your website and check you out there, or they can go and check you out on your social media because they are doing that. They are researching the but if they don't have the website, which a lot, um, I think I, meant, I think I must, I meant to get mm-hmm. to that earlier. I, I was trying to bring that up oh, okay. because most don't have websites, and and most would say you don't need it because a lot of people were functioning in the beginning without them or whatever. I mean, even okay. us, you know, even me, you mm-hmm. know, functioning um, without it in the beginning or whatever, um, which we know with yeah. our SEO queen. You know, listen, we ain't saying that now. Not that <laughs> we're not saying that. That's not what we're saying to Keila, but <laughs> no, no, um, no. for those until they had the resources mm-hmm. and the means to get a website, then like what's a key thing or one or two things though that they can do in still showing up for themselves or whatever, you know, um, in business. I think and it's not impeding the progress. I think it's very easy now to get a website. Because they have all these um, builders out here. You don't have to spend a whole lot on a website. You can put up a one-page website, but it still needs to tell All the landing pages, yeah. I mean, what you consider that may be a website, but it's a landing page or whatever. Landing page, but at least tell people who you are, what you do, who you do it for, and, you know, how you're going to create this whole solution for them. How are you going to solve their problem? You still need to tell them all that information. And then you have to have your social media channels up because people use the, these things to research you before yeah. they even yes. Yes. Um, make a decision to buy from you. You have to give them yeah. give them a way to make a connection. Correct. Um, and that's on, a, this is on another tangent, but yeah, when you get into credit piece and all that stuff, you do need all those key pieces in place, mm-hmm. um, as far as your presence, um, right. whenever they're doing that, um, research for you. So thank you, Lisa. And now give us thank the you. information as to where they can find you. I'm going to have that in the notes as well, but you can just, um, shout that out now since this is the audio portion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check and see how ready your brand is, how sales ready it is, you can go to my site and um, you can take my quiz. It's a very quick quiz. It's like six questions and it's at vvsol.com sales ready business quiz. And it's um, I'm sure LaShonda will have that in her notes yeah. for you to go to and click to um, go to it, take the quiz, and then it'll tell you just you know, where you are and some tips on what you need to do to become sales ready. And you can contact me, you can connect with me um, on my Instagram or my Facebook at uh, Vivid Visual Solutions. And she'll have that information in the notes as well. Great, great, great. Okay, you all, this has been another edition of the Worth Wealth Podcast. And um, I look forward to Speaking to you all again um, on our next edition of the podcast. Enjoy your day. Thank you, LaShonda. Thank you.